Welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. Today, I am with my friend, Zoya Varela. She runs my social media pages for me now, and we are chatting about a few things. The stresses associated with social media marketing. We talk about the trends that occurred in 2020 that we believe will segue into 2021. These are trends that will help you grow your beauty practice. And also, for a long time, I've been a little bit selfish. I'm not going to lie. I was not introducing Zoya to my podcast, my club, because I felt like she was a hidden gem. And then I go, okay, it's time. It's time. Your listeners need something like this in their lives. The reason I feel like she's a hidden gem is because it's one of the most common questions that I get asked. Lori, who can I get to do my social media? Lori, I don't want to do social media. Lori, do I need social media? And Zoya fills all of these questions with superior customer service, incredible programs, so to speak, whether it's do it yourself or hire her out to customize your social media platforms. She covers all these with her niche in the beauty industry, and she is just priced perfectly. It's not going to break the bank. We broke it down. Most beauty providers can use Zoya's service, her basic service, for $14, $15 a week. That's a lip wax with a tip included, okay, you guys? So listen in, and Zoya will share with you what she's created for our industry, how you can take the stress off yourself when it comes to social media how you can use it as a stress-free tool to attract clients, to sell to clients, and how to start having fun with it. So I hope you enjoy the show today as much as I enjoyed recording it. And I hope you are as excited to meet my friend Zoya as I was to finally share her with you guys. Okay, stay tuned. Enjoy the show. and welcome to The Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of The Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings, increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious Beauty Biz entertainment. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. It is your host, Lori Crete here. And today I have a, a very special guest, Zoya Varela. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> she is the founder and the owner of Socially Brand, which really is a boutique social media company. And I would say that you mainly focus on Instagram. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. You know, I really have not wanted to share you. I feel like you are a hidden gem in our industry because not only myself, but so many beauty professionals, whether it's the solo practitioner or the small business owner, we've been looking for somebody like you for a really, really long time. Somebody who knows our industry, specializes in the industry, and doesn't cost $12 million a month to work with. So 
I'm excited to, I was joking. I really do want to share you with my audience, (laughs) but I wanted to make sure that I was all set up selfishly and ready to go. You've been doing my social media for a few months now. And I love doing it. I think I am probably a pretty easy client to work with. You're like, is this okay, Lori? I don't even look at it. And I go, yes. (laughs) I know you really are. So Zoya, how did you find your way into the social media world you know, supporting businesses that way. How'd you create this company? Give us a little bit of the history behind how it all came to fruition. Well, I started this business as a means to express my creativity and use it as an outlet for my drive to problem solve and help others. That's really my drive behind it. I'm not somebody who, you know, a lot of social media people will say, oh my God, I love social media. I was obsessed with it. So I became a social media manager. That's really not my story. I think my drive is really to express my creativity, help others. And I'm a great problem solver. You come to me for anything, I'll figure out how to do it. If you say, how do you do this on social media? I'll figure it out for you. I'm good at that. And when I first started freelancing, my first, my very first client ever was an esthetician. That's when I started noticing that most estheticians have a lot of content to share, whether it be images or information, and they simply are too busy to do it themselves, or they don't have any interest in running their own social media. I get it. I mean, as a spa owner, when would you have time to take pictures, edit them, do graphic design, write the caption, research hashtags, and figure out the right time to post it all and post it? It's very time-consuming. So this is when I realized that I have a skill set that is very much needed and it, it makes other people's lives easier. And the cherry <laughs> on top is that I used to be in skincare and makeup retail myself with Lancome and Laura Mercier. So I feel right at home working with beauty practitioners. And so when my first client was an esthetician, I immediately thought, okay, here we go. I think this is a message from the universe. This is a message for me to take and move forward with. And that's how I started the company. Okay, that was going to be my next question. So your cherry on top actually was perfect. But how did you get that first esthetician client? There was a freelancer website that I started looking. So people post jobs on there. And I I started looking through and seeing who needed what. And I applied for this job. And this woman who's an esthetician happens to be 15 minutes away from me. I called her up, we connected and, and that was it. And the website was Upwork. A lot of people use it. Okay. Oh, very cool. So is that where you did, you transitioned right from working with Lancome into starting your own business, your social media brand business. Very cool. Exactly. I will tell you that you and I, I think collaborations moving forward into 2021 really is the new way of doing business. So you and I kind of teamed up and I know that we're working together to deliver some of your goods inside of the BBS Club. This morning, I got so many messages. And I don't know if you know, you can go in there and look, we added you as the instructor in that group. But people are like, oh my gosh, Lori, this is amazing. This is amazing because I woke up in tears thinking about social Aww. media. And this made it so easy for me. So you really do take a lot of stress out of the social media concept or or what would you even call it part of the business like it's a strategy yeah a strategy do you feel like people have to have social media right now in this day and age because that's a question I get asked a lot Lori do I really have to have social media yes absolutely I mean if you think about it I have some facts I can share so there are 3.8 billion people active on Instagram today 
So that includes just the average person on the personal account and businesses. And it's growing at a phenomenal rate, especially in 2020. There has been a huge jump in the number of Instagram users and businesses. So I think because of 2020, a lot of businesses realized how important social media is and how it's vital to stay connected to your followers and your customers, clients through social media. I mean, they can't go into work. They can't see clients in person. This has been the only way people can connect with their followers and their clients. So if people resisted social media before, I think they really realized it's a must have, especially since 2020. Well, you did a training for my group early on, and you said something that I think about a lot. The fact that you see estheticians selling products from their Instagram page, but there's a group of them that you see selling more than than others. So just share that information to the people listening in because we need to hear this. Yeah, absolutely. There are estheticians who are willing to make videos for social media and they'll share their knowledge, educate their followers, and also recommend products. And every time, I'm not kidding, every time we make a video for a client and post it where they're talking about a product or a treatment or their favorite thing, they'll get sales. It's just, there are people on there that are your followers that want to support you. So they're there. And if you reach out to them on social media and say, hey, here's my favorite thing, or here's what I'm sharing today, I want to educate you on this today, they appreciate the value you're providing. And especially as your esthetician, they trust you. So as a result, they'll end up buying the products you recommend. So let me ask you, if somebody's listening in and they go, oh my God, I am not doing video. I don't want to be, how would you convince them that it's okay and anyone can do a video to put on Instagram? You know, I totally get that videos can be intimidating. A lot. I think there's a weird thing about videos. When you record a video of yourself, you're, first of all, you're confronting yourself. You're looking at yourself and you're talking. So your mind automatically starts to think, oh my God, look at my mouth. Oh my God, look at that mark on my face. Oh my God, I don't sound good. Oh my God, my voice, I can't stand it. It's like we all have these things and it's just a matter of just doing it. And to ease the stress of creating a video, I was thinking just a couple of days ago, a great way to do it is if you break it apart in sections. So maybe you can sit down and plan what you want to say on paper. That'll make you feel more prepared, more comfortable. But if you just record, you know, maybe 20 seconds of you saying something, take a break and do another 20 seconds. And then you can combine all these pieces. There's an app called InShot that I use. It's so easy. You just throw in the videos and you can connect them. And then there you have your full video. So you don't have to sit there for a whole, you know, three, four, five minutes recording nonstop you can pause and stitch it all together with beautiful transitions. And I think that's a great way to do it if you're somebody who's intimidated and who's maybe a little bit nervous about making long videos. Well, how difficult is that to use if you're like me and you can't do anything techie on your phone? Is it pretty easy to clip things together? Oh my God, so easy. You open the app, hit the plus sign, import your videos, put them together and save. Awesome. You put them in any, you can drag them in any order you want. It's very user-friendly easy to figure out. Definitely. Well, I believe in divine destiny. And I was finishing up a podcast like a few weeks ago. And I said, okay, the next podcast that just came to me is going to be about the stresses involved in social media. And then the next morning I wake up and you had actually written to me saying, oh, I have this new thing that I'm doing. 
So let's talk a little bit because I said to you, is the stress factor real? And can you talk about it? And you said, yeah. So any anything that you tie together when I called you and asked that question that you could share would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, social media induced stress is actually very real because we channel a lot of the stress first as the consumer. So on the personal side of things, watching others post about their very perfect lives or digesting too much of too personal and just too much of off-putting content. I think we all have people on Instagram that post things like that. And it's not just about the pressure to also have the perfect lives, but it's also the draining of the energies as we watch someone else on social media. And it takes a toll on our minds and spirits to constantly sort through everything we see and decipher what's real and what's not, and to get in touch with how we really feel about a certain post, a certain piece of information that's being shared with us. And it can be very draining to say the least. And this type of stress can certainly be hidden and we may not be, be even aware of it on the surface. It's something that just kind of adds up and it peaks its head in form of maybe you're moody or maybe you're tired. Maybe you even feel angry, like it shows up in different ways. And I think what's important to remember though, as business owners, we have all of the above stated stressors, everything I just mentioned, but also the pressure of creating content that our followers would engage with. So with my experience, the number one most obsessed with metric on Instagram with business owners is likes. Sometimes people worry more about likes and less about sales. And you can't blame them because this is how we've been trained for social social media has been around for a while and we've been trained to do this. So if you're right, we treat it like a high school playground where popularity matters uh-huh. more than a business strategy, which is what we say we're on social media for. Yeah, I have to go back to what you said about the stresses. And I think I have a complete reverse stress associated with social media than most people because I look at these celebrities, their highlight reel, that's supposed to be so glamorous and so amazing and everything's perfect. And I look at Kim Kardashian's house around Christmas and I get stressed because I would never want that kind of responsibility or I would not like every day they're promoting a new product. And I think, God, their house must look like Quarters with all this stuff. <laughs> I maybe it's just where I'm at in my life, but simplicity is stress reducing for me. So that's yeah. what I I take away from it, and that could be because I I've you know trusted you and hired you to take over my social media. I barely go on Instagram anymore, except for maybe to respond back to some comments or throw a live up. Yeah, and I think that that's probably made a huge impact for you. It's like once you take it off your plate, it's like you get rid of the stress, but you have to be ready to take it off your plate. You know what I mean? I think you were at a point where you felt like, okay, I just need somebody to do this. I'm I'm doing other things. I'm busy. Yeah. So in overall, we spend so much time online. I was just doing some research because I was curious and we spend six hours online a day. So that's gone up over this whole, because in California, it's pretty much like we're in prison. We're home all day long. I wonder if we rank higher than most states. (laughs) We probably do. And I think that these statistics might, I think are for 2020. And you know, that's a hundred days a year that we spend online. And that's more than 40% of our waking lives using the internet. Wow. So of course it has an impact. I wonder if we could, if it, did you find any research, maybe like, okay, you spend this amount of time scrolling aimlessly and this amount of time devoted to business? Because this is the 
thing that I get inside the Beauty Biz Club with my girls. They're like, I don't have time for social media. I don't have time for social media. And then I see them posting pictures of what the like Jay always says this, what Disney princess they would be. Like they're playing yes. these games on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Some stressor attached to doing to associating it with a business strategy. Yeah, and I didn't exactly. think about this until we started talking today. Yeah, because playing around relieves some stress as well. You know, playing those games or doing that sort of thing on social media, it can be healthy. It can be good for you. It's just that knowing, I think being aware of how you feel and knowing when to switch gears. You know, one of the things I recommend is, let's say you're doing business research or maybe you're content planning for your own account. When you start to feel a little bit stressed, switch gears. Go to look at something fun instead. You know, if you have to be on there, of course, I recommend getting off, taking a little break. But if you're staying on there, just switch gears, mix it up. Or maybe if you're spending a lot of time watching fun things and playing around, you notice you've just wasted a couple hours doing that, switch gears and go into business and do something, you know, that's productive for business. So it's about kind of being aware of what you feel and switching gears. I think it's almost about being disciplined because let me ask you if you have any advice. Once you go switch gears to something fun, that's when I, a pretty disciplined person, tend to go down a rabbit hole. And four hours later, I'm looking at a dog getting uh, <laughs> his toenails painted or something. So how yeah. do you switch when you switch over to something fun because you're feeling stressed out or you're you're lacking creativity and creating your social media posts? How do you get back on the track of doing using it the, for business? I think it's what I said. It's being aware of what you're feeling or what's going on because often... We hear that voice in our heads. Okay, it's been a little too long. Listen to that voice because something is telling you move on to the next thing. And if you choose to ignore it, that's okay too. But at least you know you're doing it. You know, because I think once we start to observe ourselves and watch what we're doing, it's easier to change behaviors. As you're saying that, I just wrote down three. And you can tell me if you would agree with this, add more to it. There are three ways to handle your social media based on what we talked about. And I think all three, maybe two of them have stressors attached to it. And the last one is kind of like easy breezy. You can ignore it. You can ignore it. And then it's like that, the crazy devil that sits on one shoulder and reminds you all day long, oh, you should be on social media. Everybody else is. You can get new clients that way. So ignore it. You can plan it. So you go in and you use the app Planoly and you set up three months worth of stuff and walk away from it. Yeah. But then you have the stress of being creative and that doesn't seem to ever last a long time. Like, you know, you plan it yourself and you put it up there and then you can hire it. And sometimes stress with that is the expense of it. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing though, with hiring somebody is the freedom that you gain from outsourcing that part of your business is totally worth it. Not only freedom of time, but freedom of mind and stress makes a huge impact even on your business. So I think that, okay, we're not for everybody. So if you fall into the, you're just going to ignore it phase, you probably don't even have to listen anymore to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) If you're tired of feeling guilty because you're ignoring your social media or you're tired of saying, I don't know what to say, and you fall into the planet or hire it category, let's talk about how you fit that mold, so to speak. And it's not even a mold because you're so niched out to the beauty industry and your price point is so fair. I feel like that's why you're such a hidden gem. 
and probably will no longer be after this podcast, just giving you a heads up. <laughs> but the one thing I do know about you is you like to work. So maybe this is exciting to you. Yes, I do. What you've done, and this is if you're a Beauty Biz Club member and you haven't opened the last 500 emails we've sent you, just know <laughs> that this is an added benefit, a collaboration Zoya and I are doing Inside the Beauty Biz Club, you gain access to this information each month as a club member, which I feel so privileged that you said yes when I said, hey, you want to come on as part of the team. But if you're not in the Beauty Biz Club, you now have a program where you pretty much map it out. So tell our listeners that aren't in the club that may just be looking for that. Okay, I'll do it myself. I just need the creativity, the ideas, the photos. Tell everybody about this new concept that you just introduced us to. Yeah, so it's essentially a content calendar and it's designed to help people take social media a little bit less seriously and give them a lot more freedom, not just with their time, but also with the stress associated with creating content for social. So what it is, is you have a whole month and every day I tell you what you're going to post about. So I'm giving them a prompt. And for half the days of the month, I'm giving you images to use, graphics that they can use. For the rest of the days, I'm simply providing instructions, take a video of this or take a clip of that or take a shot of this. And that'll be the picture that they post. And I'm also giving them the caption starter as well. The reason why I'm not providing images for all 30 or 31 days is because if we do that, then however many people, all hundreds of people will end up with the exact same looking feed and exact same content for the whole month, right? So this will allow people to kind of personalize it by creating their own videos and taking their own pictures. But it's all geared towards PD professionals. So it doesn't matter if you own a spa, if you're a solo practitioner, if you have two people yes. that share a salon suite. I think even hairdressers could use this. Yeah, it hairdressers was yeah, it was made for beauty practitioners and anybody in the beauty industry. You could be an esthetician, you can have a hair salon. It's made for that because I've seen so many content packs that are on the market right now and they're all very generic. Anybody can use them. So the idea was to create something specifically for estheticians, specifically for people in the beauty industry. And anybody can really take it and use it. You know, okay, you said something right when I said, you know, plan it. Somebody can help you plan it, get creative with your own content. You said it's for those who don't want to take social media so seriously. I want to ask you this. I think sometimes we think as beauty professionals, we have to show up and pretend we're like on the prices right of Barker Beauty and say, this product is for this, do this and showcase something. But there is an aspect of even your business social media that needs to be fun and personalized with you, your staff. So will you talk about that a little bit? How to lighten yeah. up on social media and have fun? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because I think a lot of people really do believe they have to have the perfect aesthetic or they have to have, you know, the perfect post. What I'm saying is to drop all that and just be authentic to yourself and to your company. So I mean, if something fun is going on at the spa with your employees, or maybe you're doing something fun yourself, take a picture of that or take a video of that. People love seeing behind the scenes. You know, things don't always have to be, here's what I'm selling you. Here's a product. Here's what I'm going to teach you. They can be fun, light, and easy. We just have to have a balance between the two, I think, because we don't want to go too much 
salesy and we don't want to be too personal all the time because you'll lose your audience. You have to have a balance. And I tell my clients, if you feel like engagement has dropped, it's probably because we're selling too much. We need a little bit more personality to come through where maybe we need more videos. It's all about that balance. Okay. So three things to avoid from what you said. I'm taking notes over here. Selling, overselling on social media is a no-no. I would think another thing to avoid on your business page is political talk. I mean, is it, would that be another, like, let's stay away from that right now. Is there yeah. a third thing you can tell people to stay away from when it comes to posting? I think just too much of personal is, is not good Okay, because people will eventually get tired of that. You have to mix it up to keep it interesting. I had a client in LA and my clients were, I really very rarely got new clients there. I had the same clients for like 20 years in LA. And I'll never forget when I started my Instagram, one of my very honest clients sent me a DM and she's like, you are so boring on Instagram. (laughs) It was because I just would list products or treatments and nothing. She goes, I want to know what you're doing in your life. You know, so I think there's got to be this good mix of a testimonial and an inspirational type thing and a before and after and a product you like. And then maybe you sitting in your backyard with a pina colada or something on a warm day with sunblock on. You can always mix fun in with an element of beauty care. So let's tell people three things that they should do. Just like break it down. Three things you should do. If you're just going to be your own social media guru, what are three tips? I would do share photos. I would do before and afters of clients of your work. I would always include videos of yourself, whether it's something funny or fun, or maybe you're educating. And I would always include informative and educational posts because people want to learn from professionals. There's so much stuff out there. They don't know who to trust. So you've got to give them the truth on social. So I would do those three things. And of course, here and there, you mix it up. If you're not just going to do those three things, but for the sake of giving the three things, those would be the things I would recommend. Okay. So going back to, if you don't want to ignore it anymore, but maybe you don't have the budget to hire somebody to do it for you or to personalize your brand, tell them where they can go find your new monthly membership. So it is mapped out for them, content calendar, photo suggestions? Where do they go to sign up for something like that? And how much are you charging for this? Because they're going to want to know that too. Okay. So for the membership, so I've, I have a little structure here. The way that it works is I've decided that for the first three months, so January, February, and March of this year, people can buy it as a one-time purchase without having to sign up for a subscription. And the price for that is $67. Oh, After March... Steal, it really is. That's and I awesome. designed it that way because I, I knew that there were estheticians out there that are not currently open. Maybe they don't, the income is not the same as it used to be, but they need to be active on social media. Somebody asked me the other day, I don't want to go too far off topic, but they said, I'm currently closed. Will this content calendar work for me? And I said, absolutely, because it is, especially when you're closed, you want to stay active. You can't just disappear. So this is a great you know, low, lower cost option for those who want to stay active and stay connected on social media. Let me break this down because I always do risk reversal here. So $67 a month, if an esthetician wants to do this, that's $14.88 a week. 
That's literally an upper lip wax with a tip. Okay, you guys. And if you're not able to make $14.88 a week, you need to come see me over in the beauty biz club <laughs> and I will help you there because people are spending money on beauty right now. So $14.88 a week. That's kind of a no brainer for somebody who's going to give you every nugget of creativity and idea and direction that you need for your social media. Because here's the thing, you kind of get a two for one when you work with you, Zoya, because there's also a way where you can go in and your Instagram automatically goes to your Facebook page. So boom, done. Yeah. So you posted on both. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So January, February, March, you're going to be 67 a month introductory price. And then what's going to happen after that? What happens after that is if you sign up for the subscription, so every month the content will be delivered to you automatically, you get to keep that price at 67. But if you exactly, but if you choose to, you know, still purchase it month by month, it goes up to 97. Okay, perfect. Now, so that's one. You guys can continue to walk around ignoring your social media and feeling bad about it. (laughs) <laughs> or you can do the plan it out with Zoya for $14.88 a week, or you have next level, which is what I use and what I use in your business. And what I like about this is I think you go above and beyond because one day you just sent me branding colors, fonts. I think when you get to know people, this is the beauty of working with a small business. You yeah. can't help but guide them because it's just what you love to do with your creativity. So you get a lot of bang for your buck. So tell our audience what happens if they decide to hire you to do their social media for them. So if I were to do for clients that hire me to do their social media full time is first, I'll meet with them, get information. They'll get a survey where they give me information about their business and their brand. A lot of people will have their own brand, like their colors and the fonts and the voice, all of that ready to go. So I'll just take that and use that. Some of them won't. So we can create branding for them. That's the branding is so important because that's really a foundation for the content I'm going to create. Otherwise, if I don't have direction when it comes to the brand, it's very difficult to create something that's personalized to you. Because how do I know what, what your brand is? So Once we figure that out, then I start creating the content. The client will send me images or videos of things that they already have. And a lot of them have a lot of stuff. They just don't know how to use it. So I'll take that. I'll brand it for them. I'll create graphics for them. We'll write the captions. We'll do the hashtags. We'll schedule everything out. And the client will get an email with all the content for them to review. And the reason why we do this is because we want to make sure that we are on brand and we want to make sure that we are saying things that are correct because there is a lot of, sometimes there's room for error because I'm not an esthetician, right? So I have a a good idea of what I should say, but sometimes their input makes a huge difference in the, in the copy. So I'll send it to them and they'll get back to me with revisions and those, or most of the time they'll say all good and it gets posted. And you are free. If you are free of social media stress, you are free of having to create this content of feeling the pressure. And it looks usually when, when we do it for clients, it looks beautiful. And they'll get a lot of compliments from their clients. They'll say, Oh my God, I love what you've been sharing. I love the way it looks. It's so cool. And that communication is so fun for my clients to talk to their clients or customers about their social media. 
Well, and you know, it's one of those things, I think this is a common mistake people make when they hire out their social media is they don't give the relationship time to flourish, right? They could do it for one month and they go, well, that person didn't post what I want. And I think anyone that I've worked with, it just gets better. It's like fine wine over time, yeah. get to know each other. So what would you say the standard trial is to see if you guys are a good fit for each other? Is it three months, four months? I would say three months, Lori. I would say three months because it takes, I mean, we ask a lot of questions on the brand survey to kind of get an idea of what your brand is. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really become organic and natural for me to create that content unless I've been doing it for a little bit. So it takes, I would say, about three months. And then after three months, if either one of us feels like it's not a good fit, there is no pressure. We don't have to continue because I don't have people sign a contract to stay on for a certain time because I want them to have the freedom to stop at any time. And I want myself to have the freedom if in case it's not a good fit. So what do you think that people experience right away when they hire out for social media? Is it just more uh, to me? I go, well, if I don't have to do this every morning, it gives me a more time to be on my Peloton bike. B, I have, I can see three more clients when I would normally be thinking about what I was going to say, designing the graphic. Oh, and I know what I was going to say. If you have somebody like Zoya working for your business and customizing push, you also push me out of my comfort zone. And you're like, okay, Lori, I need some photos of you because no longer is the day where people stay on your Instagram page for more than two seconds. If you have all stock photos, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to personalize it. That Those times are over where you can just post stock photos on your set. Do you find that most small business owners like myself, you have to force them out of just like force them into sending you more personal photos? You posted a personal photo of me today. I'm like, I was going through my, and I love this, my Instagram page. Like, Everybody loves it. Did you see? <laughs> Everyone's loving yeah. it. Oh, I, don't, I haven't looked at it yet, but I was like, oh my goodness. It's weird when you see yourself and you didn't post it at first, I guess, on the I thing. Know. But you're right. People do seem to engage more when it's a photo of of you, you know. Yeah, because you are the you are the thing they like. You are the person they're following. And so when they see you on there, it makes them happy because it's it's also more it's more of a connection when you see somebody's picture versus a graphic, right? So there is the planet for you that you can do with Zoya, where she's just going to give you the ideas, the creativity, the photos, suggestions, and that 67 introductory price. I don't know when you listen to this podcast, if it's in three years and the price has gone up, then forgive us. (laughs) Things do tend to evolve. We're not going to talk about the customized work because that's a conversation you need to have with a specific business owner. But what's your website in case people want to go? see what you have to offer and what your business is about. Yeah, sociallybrand.com. I'm also okay. going to give you a link to purchase that graphic pack in the content calendar that maybe we can put at the bottom of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. So you're going to want to go to lorikrete.com. There's a podcast tab. You'll see it there. Or also you can on YouTube, just go to the notes, the show notes right underneath the video and the information will be there. Anything else you want to share with our listeners that may be stressed out with the responsibility associated with social media? Yes, it's not that serious. <laughs> I think we always have to remember that with anything. It's it's really not that serious. It's meant to social media is really meant to connect us with other people, to build trust with other people and as as businesses. 
and have fun. It's all about having fun. So if you can't afford to take it off your plate, you'll be happy that you did. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, can I afford not to? So, and I know, I know because I am an esthetician that has been out of work for quite some time and it feels scary, but with what you offer, usually if you sell one or two products a month via that, you know, your online posting, then you're, you're really breaking even or even starting to profit from investing in somebody doing your social media for you. Yeah, absolutely. And virtual is where it's at right now. So whether estheticians are doing virtual consultations or virtual facials or virtual shopping online, social media, that's where it's at right now, whether we like it or not. Unfortunately, that's where we happen to be now. And I think it's an opportunity and we can take advantage of it. And what this means is that when things go back to normal, this will be another source of revenue besides seeing your clients in person. And now you have this Instagram income or Facebook income, online income that you're generating along with your in-person appointments. Yeah, it does help you set up a sustainable business model. So if we do continue to go through these ups and downs of being open, close, open, close, I feel like people go on your social media now more than ever to see what you're up to. My clients are like, Hey, Lori, are you open? So, you know, people need to be posting that type of information. And then also, if you want to use it as a business asset, it's almost like a little website. Now you can post your new policies, you can post... Do you help people set up a store on Instagram? Because that's an option that you can do even if you don't have a ton of followers, right? Yeah, or I, a do. Way to I do help with that. Yes. Okay. So it's all about optimizing it. So yeah, that's part of optimizing your account. Awesome. Lori, I just have some tips I wanted to share for 2021 oh, for people that are going into 2021 and thinking, okay, I'm going to take care of social media and some news. I just learned a couple of days ago, I'm sure you've heard that they were testing removing likes in other countries. So like maybe other countries, they were testing removing likes on Instagram. What that meant is that somebody would see your post and they couldn't tell how many people have liked that post. But you can tell, but nobody else can see it. And the reason for that was to reduce stress because people were stressing out about likes. And especially I think young adults were stressing out about getting likes or, or being popular so they were testing it in all these countries. And as of just a couple of days ago, I was listening to the news and they said, now they're doing it in the U- United States. So the testing begins for us in the US, it begins next week. So not all of us, but a lot of us will start to see that we're not able to see likes on posts for people that we follow and same, vice versa. People that follow us can't see the number of likes that we have which should really help. I really believe it'll help reducing that anxiety and stress. I'm not getting engagement or people are not interacting or people are not liking my posts. It'll really help with that. Well, what's crazy is I think that's also going to help boost sales for small businesses because sometimes people buy stuff because it has 6 million likes. But if you don't know who's liking what anymore, it's going to be more about connecting with your client and them trusting what you're saying. Instead of how many likes something has. This is actually probably good for small businesses selling skincare online. Yes, absolutely. I'm very excited about it. And the next thing is I highly recommend just checking your insights on Instagram and seeing where your audience is and what time are they most active. And based on that data, you can plan to post at that time and on that day. 
in hopes of getting, you know, more views and more impressions. So that's one thing. Look at your data. Try to look at your data in 2021 as you go along and just pay attention to what you post and what people are liking. So then you can create more of that. Because you'll still be able to see your own likes. So you'll know. Exactly. So you can measure. Okay. Yeah. And then, and according to research, they said that based on the 2020 research, they said that Wednesdays are the best days to post and Sundays are the worst days to post. In the content calendar and the graphic pack that I've designed, I gave them Sundays as days off for that reason. But I don't know how true it is for every single account. That's why I'm suggesting to look at your insights and to see where you're getting the most amount of engagement. But in general, that's what they've come up with as research. Well, I'll tell you some research that I've done as a 20-year esthetician who is obsessed with marketing. And that is send out, I used to send out my email newsletters when I was in LA. If I sent them out on a Wednesday, because most people want to look and feel beautiful leading up to the weekend or Saturday. So Wednesday, if I could get them and I asked my clients, I go, when do you read your email? Now my client read their email sitting in carpool lane back when we used to go to school. Do you remember those crazy days? Um, So I would send my emails out at three o'clock on a Wednesday and I would get so many bookings. So it's really about asking your clients, you know, what a perfect opportunity while you're chit-chatting with them. Hey, when do you, when do you look at social media? And then you start to work around that. I yeah, don't want to be a trend because Instagram is different too. Sometimes in the morning, if I don't feel like getting out of bed because it's cold or whatever, I'll just scroll through Instagram. And next thing you know, I have <laughs> lipstick and a new <laughs> ponytail being delivered to my house. Oh my God. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to share is for content type in 2020, carousel posts have done really well. So I would suggest incorporating those if you can. Tell everybody what a carousel. The carousel post is a post that you see on Instagram where you you can swipe to see more images. So it's basically, essentially, it's one post that can contain up to 10 images that you can swipe and see. The next thing that'll do really great is having text on your graphics. In 2020, it's been very popular and it's done incredibly well. Because we've come to a time where a lot of people are not reading captions. They're just simply scrolling to see what catches your attention. That's another point is don't go too crazy with your captions. Unless you're the National Geographic, your captions should not be very long. So unless you're explaining something really lengthy or very deep, there's no need for long captions because most people won't read them. And you want to concentrate on the graphics and adding text to the graphics and just add something that's like juicy on there that'll get somebody maybe to read that caption or to look at what what else is there. Well, how the heck do you find something juicy about skincare? Give me a tip with that because I feel like if I, everybody said reduce fine lines, help with age spots, like how do you find something juicy? Or am I putting you on the spot? I think it's more (laughs) like saying, saying something not necessarily controversial, but here's what's causing your dark circles or question or got crow's feet question mark things like that that are kind of catchy or juicy that somebody would go what are you talking about what is that okay so sparking a curiosity almost yeah so something it could be funny it could be doesn't have to be lengthy it could be very quick and that's all it takes and that kind of stuff is normally 
something that comes to you naturally and organically. You don't have to really sit there to think too hard. Something like that will come to you organically. And when it comes to you, if you're not on your computer or you know, phone, just jot it down somewhere so then you know to use it next time. Oh, that's what I do. You know, and people, because I can't remember anything, you don't even have to jot it down anymore. You hit one button on your cell phone and say, Siri, make a note for me. And it's as easy as that. But sometimes I'll go to the grocery store because really I'm being quite sarcastic about the situation we're in because I've had it today. But sometimes I'll go to the grocery store and I'll spend like 30 minutes just staring at magazine covers because what else do I have to do? And I'll come up with good marketing ideas or questions. I'll see, you know, what these journalists that are paid money to do this. And then I'll shift it around a little bit for for skincare or for marketing purposes. So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's all out there. It's been thought of. You just have to add your own spin to it, personalize it, and there you have it. Awesome. Well, okay, Zoya, is there anything else you want to share for trends coming up in 2021? If you haven't tried reels yet, I encourage you to try it because it'll give you more exposure, exposure that you didn't have before. So it doesn't have to be perfect. 15 seconds, do a clip of something quick, maybe of you making coffee or maybe of you walking anything and share it because it really will give you more exposure and it'll make you more comfortable being on video. Where does the reel live? Does it go into your Instagram TV? Does it sit on your, your grid, so to speak? Where does a reel live? Yeah. So it's on your grid. It's in the middle. So you know how you have your posts, you have your reels, IGTV, it's all there in the same place. Okay. Perfect. All right. So maybe tomorrow morning, I'll try a reel that uh, when I make my coffee with my collagen protein. Oh, in you it should, do, you should do it. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> you're really great at that, Lori. Anytime we come up with something, you go ahead and do it. Yeah, I am an early adopter. It's the consistency part of social media that threw me for a loop, which is why when Dawn, who's in the Beauty Biz Club, said, you got to check out this girl, Zoya. She's doing my social media. I'm like, score. Cause I really do get asked all the time. Well, I want somebody to do it for me, but I can't afford $3,000 a month. It's expensive. And like I said, your pricing is very, very fair. So it's sociallybrand.com if people yes. want to check you out. Okay. That's great. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking care of my social media and thanks for now being part of the beauty biz club team. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. And you know, I love working with you, Lori. Awesome. Well, I it's feeling is mutual. So thanks so much, Zoya. I hope that you guys will head to her website and check this out. It is the missing link. She has been a hidden gem in our industry. And I'm excited to have the opportunity to introduce you guys to Zoya because she's changed my life. So go ahead over to her website. Thanks, thanks. so much for being here today, Zoya. Thanks, Lori. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the beauty biz show. If you enjoyed the show and you would take the time to leave a kind review over on iTunes, that is very much appreciated. And if you find you are left craving more beauty biz inspiration and success tools, then you're going to want to head over to beautybizclub.com, which is the premier online success Academy where talented practitioners go to maximize their potential and to become booked perfectly. Again, that is beautybizclub.com. And it would be my pleasure and my honor 
to help you tap into your highest potential in the beauty industry. 